We're doing this thing. No theme song. Phoenix West. Dick, dick, cat. We need a theme song for the show. I don't think it's ever going to happen. We're almost done with it. No, we're almost <laughs> done. There's no point. It's done. It's over. And technically, this is the, I think, one of the only Carpenter movies where he didn't do the music for it. It's one. It's a rarity. Yeah. Yeah. It's the first, and even he talks about that because I watched this. I watched about three-fourths of it with commentary, and the rest of it I watched without commentary because for some reason it didn't continue when I turned it off. But um, John Carpenter said he didn't do the music, and this other guy did. He really liked the music. He was glad the guy did it, and he says it worked really well with it, so he was yeah. happy to not be involved with the music on this. I think it was fitting. It's actually for... not bad. Yeah. yeah, it's a fitting score, yeah. It's the same theme over and over again, but whatever, it's fine. New, what... new, new, new. Yeah. <laughs> Is that that thing? Yeah, it's a... And, um... It's a... All right, so... We used to do this back in the day. I don't know if we've done it recently, but... History of Starman. Did you watch it when you were a kid? Yada yada yada. First time watching it. Blah blah blah. You? Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think my parents rented this movie. We saw it a few times, and this is one of those movies where we do quote it. Sometimes we we do quote it. We do the lines. Uh, red or, or, or um, green means go. Yellow go yeah. very fast. We use that <laughs> one a lot. And then roadblock. I guess is another one that we use. Like just roadblock our girls. Like we use that <laughs> one. repeats that guy. <laughs> for some reason, that those two lines have stuck with us for 30, 40 years now. So that's about as much as I could say. Um, I don't remember the movie at all because I, I think I vaguely saw it. Like I must have been really young when they rented it or something because they watched it. I mean, it's a fine, but I, I don't, I, I kind of enjoyed it watching this movie. Oh. Um, it's, it's really kind of a simple road love story. And John Carpenter has never made a movie like that. And even the commentary, he was just like, he kept repeating it. He's like, look at this. Look at this scene. It's so nice. I wish I could do these more. They never let me. Like, this is, you know. And, and uh, Poor guy. Jeff Bridges, is, Jeff Bridges is on the commentary and goes, John, the shot is so nice. He goes, I know, right? This is so nice. He goes, man, I wish I could do this more often. But these, they won't let me. I'm the king of horror. Like He kept, he kept talking about that. I thought that was funny. It's sad when you get um, down that, stuck in that. He's pigeonholed as just the, just the horror guy. Like Wes Craven. That's why he did that songs of the heart, songs of the horror, whatever the hell it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that called? Lyrics or something like that. Or yeah, music of the heart. I think it's music of the heart. With Meryl Streep. (laughs) With the fucking white bitch. Never seen it because the same in every movie. I don't. God no. It's not a horror movie, and it doesn't look interesting. No, no. So we both did homework today. Uh, you you watched it with commentary. My first thought when you said you're watching it with commentary, I was like, why? How do you watch a movie for the first time in that many years? With con-? and then I watched the movie and I go, oh yeah, you could totally just watch it. With yeah, commentary. yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, I felt the same way. I was like, I'm gonna watch it with the commentary. I did read before I watched it. I checked. I just went down to the trivia and I read the first thing that was there. And it was like Jeff Bridges studied uh, birds, so he's constantly. Right. Which kind of, he starts to fade away toward toward the end, which is nice, and he stops doing the stupid voice. Right. He's, he made he's, some he's, choices he's... in this movie. Oh, yeah. And I, I think uh, even Carpenter said, uh, Jeff came up with a lot of bold choices, <laughs> and we kind of just said, yeah, we'll try that, and we just didn't do it. We just kind of, 
we'll just we'll, we'll do it later. We never we never brought it up again. I think they just kind of humored him. But he was nominated for best actor. Yeah. For Starman, he got the nomination. Is he the only Carpenter actor to ever? Maybe. He would I have think, to be. Yeah. Who else would? I I wouldn't doubt it, yeah. Yeah, no, I would say yeah, definitely. This is it. This is probably the only time a, a John Carpenter movie was ever nominated for an Oscar other than best makeup or music effects or, or music. Or something, you know? uh, oh my God. What was that? This is this scene. The, the transformation scene. Oh yeah. I can't tell if it's frozen or not, but it's not. Okay. Yeah. I was trying to get the scene with him upside down. Yeah. Oh, there it is. That's it right there. They actually shot this with him upside down. Yeah. And they and they flipped it. They flipped it over. Well, I saw in the trivia on IMDb, and it's like, this scene was achieved by, yeah, him being upside down and matting him on the frame. I got it. You can tell by looking yeah. at him. Yeah. But it's really cool. It's a, it's a nice shot. It's a neat, interesting yeah. shot. Like, there's some good stuff in this movie. I, I did enjoy it. Yeah. And Karen Allen does a nice job. I mean, for Karen Allen being... You know, working at a toll booth for the last thirty years, <laughs> she did a pretty good job in this movie. Kind of surprised she just didn't kind of continue her career because you know this wasn't, you know, this was what eighty four, eighty four. Yep. Yeah. So. So shit. I know we're right from after two movies. Right. Yeah, Animal three, House, Race of Lost Ark, three this movies, movie, and that's yeah. it. Well, Crystal Skull, but we don't want to talk about that. Yeah. That fucking piece of shit. That's not a movie. It's not. It's a fucking rape. It's it's, it's something it's a horrible, horrible rape. It's a crime against humanity. The South Park pinball. The oh the yeah, yeah, South Park. I mean, <laughs> they did it beautifully, and so did Red Letter. Their their their, their review of it really worked too. Because I was like, okay, they got it. I, I needed someone to do that because I needed help on that movie. Because I just was so disappointed in that movie. It really made me sad. All right, so basic setup of the movie. Uh, Karen Allen doing the cliche movie thing with a dead spouse well, watching again, him. but this is the reverse because usually it's the husband yeah, who's but... dealing with a dead wife. So this was like the first time it's the woman's point of view, which I thought was kind of interesting. You know, this is like the first time the female perspective of that situation because usually it's always the dead husband, the dead wife with the husband, yeah. and he's got to move on. And he's and drinking. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's always it's always like lethal weapon. Minority report. Same, yeah, minority report, lethal weapon. Um what other Mel Gibson movie? Patriot. <laughs> uh he pulled up Yale projector about, in Patriot. Yeah. Four or five times Mel Gibson played a movie, played a character whose wife died. Mad Max. <laughs> oh god, yeah. Yeah. Mad, Mad Max, Braveheart, uh, <laughs> shit, lethal weapon. Um, Twice in Braveheart. Did he have a family? The, thing man, in? the man without a face. Did he lose his wife for that one too? Because I know in the Forever book young. he was a pedophile. Forever young, he, he lost his, but he got her back because he found out she was older and she was still alive. But he uh, got old at the end. Yeah, still that was the twist. Um, so, I haven't watched yeah. Man Without a Face in a very long time. I haven't either. I have the book. I found it when I was thr- with my thrift store hunts for ten cents years ago and you so kept I have it. it i just never so that's a good thing to get rid of it's very thin it's a very short book still if you're looking to get rid but of shit, guess, maybe start there 
Well, no, yeah, 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 because it's like it's a super controversial. I guess the, it, he's a pedophile. That that's the whole backstory. Oh, that goes in your pedophile guys. collection next to your Hitler stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, Booked. I got my my my, uh, my uh, uh, um, history of of um, your books from the bunker. Po- my Polish director, Polanski. Uh, uh, my Polanski yeah. series of novels. Yeah, English really and good. French. Yes. And Polak. <laughs> Not Polish. <laughs> Polish is Polak. But uh, speaking of going back to this movie. He's dead. Uh, so Bridges. I guess he's dead. She's she's watching home videos, the videos on an 8mm reel. And the alien comes out. He's just like, he's a ball. And he's scanning. And I thought that was kind of cool. He, he basically, he scans the DNA of the hair and turns into Jeff Bridges, who's dead. But he takes that form because he's able to scan the molecules and clone it. Basically, that's what they, that's how they come to to Earth. I watched, and that was neat. Sorry, go ahead. That, well, the, well, it's the, the the transformation sequence. Yeah, where it was the baby to the boy to the man, and I guess uh, in the commentary, uh, Carpenter said that was Rick Baker, uh, Dennis Murin, and I think he said Dennis Murin. It was ILM to the effects for this movie. But but three different guys did the effects for that 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 sequence. I'd say it's and the said, third it's best transformation seconds. sequence I've seen. Yeah, no, it's really well done. It's all blended really well together. And they said when uh, <laughs> when he's fully formed and he's got that moppet hair, he's like, yeah, we. It was a really hard. He goes, it was a big decision to make that the choice for the hair because we were like thinking maybe slick it back. And but we thought that would be too much because it would he would have been too handsome and we wanted him to be kind of more friendly. So the sort of the Moppet hair was more beetle. He said beetles, yeah, beetle esque hair. And he said that seemed more friendly. And then I guess if, during the commentary, Jeff or uh, John Carver goes, You liked walking around the set naked. Look at you, you're an Adonis. Because <laughs> he's all he's all cut, like he's in really good shape. And and Jeff Bridges goes, Yeah, well. Can't do that no more. <laughs> Not anymore. Not happening now. What year did it say? What Man. year the commentary is from? Uh, it had to have been when the Contender was coming out because he talked about making the Contender. Jeff Bridges. He talked about. He goes, "Last movie I just did, I played the president." So it was the Contender. So that was two thousand, I think. Mm. So this kind of, it's an old commentary. Yeah, it's a real old like commentary. No, yeah. but it was kind of funny because like they all still stand somewhat young. You know, because by that point, this was what, uh, 14 years? Yeah. So this is 2.7 million cigarettes before for John Carpenter. So Exactly. Yes, yes. Now just John Carpenter's like this. And like 240 pounds of marijuana for Jeff Bridges. So it's it's a long time before. Hey, man. That's (laughs) great. But they talked about Lebowski because he said, like, oh, Jeff, you just play every kind of different characters. I mean, you, you do Starman and you, you do Lebowski, and he brought that up. I was like, that's kind of funny. Yeah. That must have just happened. He goes, yeah, you know, you just take, you just take these parts and you do them, and that's all you can do. He's stuck there. But it, it's uh, what was funny was Jeff Bridges, they were talking about the love, the, the love story, how like John Carpenter never gets to make these movies because it's, it's basically a love story road movie. Because they're on the road running, so you know it's not like a, a traditional love story. It's just it's a road trip love story. Yeah. And he said, um, Jeff Bridges goes on saying, "Well, I mean, look at it. I mean, look at this. We're we're intimate. This is us. 
on the train where they, they screw. They screw on the train. She gets pregnant because he's an alien and he can incubate her pretty quickly. She's going to have an alien baby. And uh, he says, make sure he's a teacher. Or so <laughs> He's going to be a wonderful boy. No, make he sure doesn't say make sure he says he will be a teacher. He will be a teacher. Yeah, there's no, yeah. I there know, he is. I can tell you about his son here in a minute. Yeah, yeah. But here we go. I wrote down right here, he looks like Christian Bale in American Psycho. Yes. Yeah. Look at him. That's Christian Bale in American Psycho right there. Yeah, very similar. Ah! Look at that. Look at him. Looks just like him. Yeah, it's close. It's fucking creepy. And I I, I finally read the thing where Christian Bale, what he he, uh, based his performance on. I had no idea. He said he... Starman. No, he said he saw uh, Tom Cruise on the interview when he did that. Uh, he, oh, sorry, my phone just Siri just kicked on because I said Tom Cruise. No, he saw what? Tom Cruise on like Oprah or one of those kind of shows, and he goes, he he had such a friendly smile with nothingness behind the eyes. Yeah. So he goes, that's what he's doing. I'm like, damn, that's spot on. So he based yeah, it off Tom Cruise and his real Tom Cruise. That's funny. Like fucking great. Tom Cruise. Um, and I also noted that Karen Allen, Karen Allen sounds a lot like Taya Leone. Their voice yeah. is the fucking same. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, I'd say it's very similar. I kept like going, oh yeah, Karen Allen. Damn. It's yeah. very close. I did like Karen Allen in her underwear, though. I thought she was pretty sexy. In that. She has zero butt. Did nothing for me. Yeah, it's her legs. Oh, he catches the part where he screams. She screams. She screams. Oh, yeah. screams. Ah! 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 <laughs> trying to get her dialogue. Yeah. Um. Fuck. Nope. I'll, I'll find it later. But she sounds just like her. But. Yeah. Um. He takes over her husband. He kidnaps her in the beginning because he has a gun. He doesn't quite know what it is. And I love when he's watching right. the home videos and he sees him shooting the gun in the thing and he goes, and shoots her wall. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then... Um, I guess in the, in the commentary, they, they said that he had to grab her in that scene when they're, when they're out of the car. And I guess uh, she did not like being grabbed like that. I guess Jeff Bridges was saying she had some issues with that. Karen Allen? And he goes, yeah, Karen. And so he, so he was kind of like... I don't know how deeply rooted something was going on yeah. with her with this. So he never asked, but he was just, he, he was very careful with her. But he said, like, he just, he kind of met, it was kind of weird how he mentioned that for a second. And then he just kind of drops it, never brings it up again. Probably like, I probably shouldn't say this. Like, wow. He's probably just like, oh, I shouldn't have said that. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. I can't get the engine started. I, I just hear Taya Leone. That's it. I have a, I have a magical finger. I can just start the engine right now. Yeah. So they go on the road. At first, she's kidnapped. She's trying to leave clues behind. Like, she stops that one guy. She swerves the car and makes him crash. And then he gets out, and he has his little balls. He has, like, a collection. When he first becomes human, he goes, blah, and throws all his balls in the ground. Yeah, yeah. He's got, like, eight balls. When he uses them, they're gone. And he uses one of them to to make the guy who's trying to save her. He makes his uh, tire iron burn, and the tree blows up, right. too. Yes. And then they leave. They're driving the most inconspicuous 
bright orange Corvette or Mustang with black yeah. stripes on it down yeah, got, from Wisconsin a, to Arizona. It's uh, got a nice muscle car that should be in a, in a, in a uh, Burt Reynolds movie. Yeah, it's it's uh he has a little digital map up here, very John Carpenter. It was it reminded me of a uh, Escape from New York. Yeah. Did it did it did it. And he used a ball for that, didn't he? He he kind of wasted a few of those balls, honestly. Yes. Here's his car. I'll oh, start. Here's the car. Can I find it? Why can't I find it? There it is. Here's the shadows trying to show. Here's the inconspicuous car they're trying to drive cross country in with an alien. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. There's Sarah getting manhandled by Jeff Bridges. Yeah, but they uh, they drive to Arizona, blah blah blah, and the re- the whole rest of the movie we can really kind of fast forward at this point. Is yeah, no, there's an yeah. there's an agent who's trying to find them. He's the meekest Charlie guy Martin ever, Smith. Charlie Martin Smith, yeah. who I just saw yeah. in uh, Untouchables. Yeah, in Untouchables. He gets killed yeah. in the elevator. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> and very stuck, sad. He, and he's that. so light, they hung him on the little thing <laughs> in the elevator. <laughs> Touchable. Yeah. Take it easy. Take it easy. You want to come out buying your men, you son of a bitch? I have problems with them. You want to do this now? You want to do this now? I love that movie. Yeah. It was funny when I, I got I, to I the just... scene from Naked Gun, 33 and a third, with all the baby carriages. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah the, the, it's, it, it was borrowed from Battleship Potemkin, which is, that's what he's going off of. But, yeah, it's funny, and Ella Nelson doing it. Yeah. And, uh... The movie is a tonal mess for me. Uh, really? Yeah, it's so weird. It's so strange to me. What I liked yeah, when it was odd. serious, but then it would have like Looney Tunes sounds and bonk. Think, I'm like, what the fuck is the this? Music, was was it the music that did it? You think the music was too much? The music and then the literal sense, literal Mar- sound effects. Mar- like, bonk, bonk. No, I like any more Okay. Where was the bonk sound effect in the in the, in the first couple action sequences? There are uh, when Charles Martin Smith has the shotgun at first, when he first kills that guy, and he's like, and he's like walking right. around. I'm like, what is this fucking Looney Tunes? And it's like he's untouchable at that point. Like he's he drinks the the whiskey in yeah. Canada when he shoots that guy. Okay. Uh, he's drinking out of that. Oh, are you talking about the part where Sean Connery hits that guy? He goes click click like. He, he hits him in the balls and he falls down. He goes, how do you think he feels now? Better or worse? Like it's, that, it's that that weird clicking noise happens. Or, it's a lot of it. I don't know. It's a weird sound effect. But yeah, I never that never bothered me. It, tonally, I'm like, a... is this a comedy or not? No. no and then no, they have Sean Connery's brutal fucking death. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, what is one. this? Like, this is oh, great. Yeah. If the movie was like this the whole time. It's, it's pretty fucking close. There's a lot of darkness in that movie. Yeah, I don't know. You, you, book, keep on. I don't think De Niro was the right person. Really? I think I like De Niro's Al Capone. I, I liked I him good. in the role, not as Al Capone, though. I just okay, didn't, yeah. I never bought, I, like, if he was just citizen gangster sort of thing. Right, yeah. Well, I think I, it's because I grew up with that movie, so it's probably why I don't have that. Yeah disconnection with it i watched yeah, it so I, I, I couldn't a while ago but... i couldn't imagine anyone else being that far other than zero because yeah. zero that era you know it's just i mean great again like he's not amazing he's good but he's not like you know amazing but he's better than he was in fucking irishman where he's playing uh... fucking it says they put his fucking fake face on his seven-year-old body and it's like you can't fake that so don't do that you're so kind to him saying seven-year-old seven yeah 85 year old cokehead <laughs> 
fucking asshole. I hate. I just ugh. De Niro. I, I wish De Niro would have died in two thousand, and like we never would have had like half of his career. The last twenty years of his career was such a joke. I'm trying to think of another movie after two thousand, and I, I can't do it. There, there might be one. Do you want to say ninety nine? Because two thousand was like that. Men of Honor. Well, well, 98 was was Ronan. Yeah. And that, to me, I mean, honestly, that was a great movie. But after that, like, 99, did he do a movie in 99 that was any good? Uh, it was a movie I, I was really... thinking of a second ago that I was trying to remember if it was worth it or not. Well, that 15 Minutes movie was 99, right? Yeah, that was a terrible movie. But he's in seven minutes of it. He gets killed right away. Yeah, he's in, yeah exactly. Yeah, he's in seven minutes of it, yeah. So, um... um... Talk about the movie. Talk about John Carpenter's Starman. Star, yeah. We're talking about Starman. I'm, I'm pulling up we, De Niro this is all, This was all Charlie Martin Smith's fault, who who is a director, by the way. You know what he directs with his number one, like his directing, uh, his genre is? Animal movies. He's directed the Air Bud films, the Dolphin Tail movies. It's all Charlie Martin Smith, which is hilarious. I think out of all the people in the world that you think would be a, a director of animal movies, it would be Charlie Martin Smith. But yeah, he's got a career. He's got like 30-something credits, directing credits under his name. So he works more as a director now than an actor. And he could probably pick, because he's bald in the interviews on the Shout Factory DVD, Blu-ray, uh, the newer one. He looks like he could be a bad guy. Like he could be a, a villain in a movie, because he's bald. He's got his goatee going on. He looks like... Um, he almost looks like um, uh, the the, the um, character from Breaking Bad. Not Walter White, but his, his brother-in-law. Hank? What was his name? Hank, yeah. Kind of looks like Hank, but like a shorter, skinnier Hank. Oh, I can show him like right now. Pull I, have, it off. I have him pulled up here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah he, he looks he, completely different. Strange. He doesn't look like a huge dork anymore. No. He, he just he looks, looks like really... a dad. Yeah, yeah. See? He's still got that friendly he... face. <laughs> like. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. Well, Charlie Martin Smith, I always love him because of American Graffiti. He's Terry the Toad. Which I've still yet movie. to see. I don't, I don't think you'll like it. I, I don't mean, think I, I will think. either. That's why I just... It's, it's, I love it, but I, it's for different reasons. But I mean, I grew up with that movie. Yeah. That's the thing. You grew up in that Charlie area. Martin Smith is, right? Charlie Martin Smith is such a great part of that movie. He's so funny and he's so like sweet and charming as that character. And you're like, oh. And then like... When they say he was missing an action in Vietnam at the end of the movie, you're just like, oh, that was a downer. Thanks, George. All right, I just scoured through uh, De Niro's resume from now until uh, <laughs> the 90, late 90s. So after Ronin, he did analyze this. Right, okay. so that's okay, 99. Maybe that one you could count. So we'll, yeah, you can count we'll, that we'll save him for 99. Flawless, also okay. 99. I don't want to get rid of 2000 because Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yeah, and Men of Honor and Meet the Parents. Ugh. Yeah, I hate the Okay, so after after that, it, only three movies I would say I like the movie. Only one of them I love. But all three of them, they could replace De Niro and be fine. Right. First one is Limitless. I like the movie. Don't love it. Yeah, De Niro's barely in that. Yeah, De Niro, like I said, could replace yeah, him. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, Silver Linings Playbook. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Good movie. Great movie, yeah. actually. It is. It's a good movie. Yeah, I do like that movie. Um, and then Joker, which I love. But oh, that's right. I forgot about Joker. De Niro, really could be any. It could be Pacino. 
Could be. Well, the only reason he is in that movie is because he can't comedy. That's the only reason yeah. De Niro's even in that movie. So it's more of a callback to that movie. It's more of an homage to that movie than anything else. And he's just playing the Jerry character as opposed to the the, the comedian. Yeah, 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 I gotta watch that one again. So Starman, the he, uh, they drive. Uh, they do. Is there is another scene where she goes to the bathroom and that character actor who just passed away recently has that gay what, panic scene. No. Oh, it wasn't Buck Flowers. No, it was that guy from Home Improvement that we always talk about. He just, oh! he just died. He has that gay panic line here. <laughs> this guy. This guy, right, this guy just weird. died like a couple months ago. Found out he had alien shit inside. Take it easy. Up yours. That's it. <laughs> but there's a scene where he walks in. And he's like, oh, "Every town, they're everywhere now," or something like that. Like, yeah. I just, I, yeah, I can't remember. I just remember. Take your Dixie. <laughs> up Take yours. Your and he goes. He goes. Up yours. He's like doing both up of them. Yours. Yeah. And then uh, she leaves the note in the in the men's room or the women's room. Right. And, and he comes yes. back for no reason. He's like, "What is kidnapped? What is kidnapped?" Yeah. He talks like that the whole movie. Yeah. He's an alien, isn't no. It's a two hour movie. I want to say that. I think they should have sped it up and cut off half an hour. Here's the thing it's not a two hour movie. It's only a 90, it's, I think it's 94 minutes. And according to the commentary, this was, this was, this was executive produced by Michael Douglas. And one of the notes that Michael Douglas gave to this movie was they had to go back and they, they, reshot some of the movie because it moved too fast and he and carpenter said they had to put in uh, there was too many quick moments like he said uh, even even michael douglas was like you know it's too quick you need to have beats here where you slow things down and just have these characters have these moments and they're just not it's just moving too fast and that was the big that was the one sort of note they had for this movie was it was moving too fast um, so they had to put it they put in more like Charlie Martin Smith scenes to sort of break it up to make it kind of go a little bit longer and give them more time. So I thought that was kind of interesting. I was like, oh, okay, interesting that that would be an issue. Because that's my exact complaint is the the movie's fine. And I, if it was quicker and it moved along uh, at just a faster pace, the movie would be great. It would, it would go from like, okay, to great, to a really solid movie, I should say. But right. the way it is, it's just like, it's not terribly boring, but it, there are patches where I'm like, okay, you did this already. Like, you know, they're driving, and then they're going here. Great. Okay. Right. Yeah. Where the scene, where the movie really picks off is picks up is where she goes. They get separated. They fuck on the on the. Oh, he gets killed. Oh, sorry. She gets killed in the with a gun. But he gets shot. Yeah. She yeah. Gets, she gets shot, shot by a cop. Right. Uh, no, their gun goes off. I believe is what happens. Their gun goes off, shoots well, her. Yeah, and they shoot at her, and they, they kill her. She gets blown away. Yeah, there's a whole scene in the diner with the deer. We're going to skip that. Yes. Um, yeah, the diner with the deer, which is in these movies all the time because he's an alien, and he's going to be like, oh, uh, and he saves uh, it. Preservation of life, and this is wonderful. What is this? What is this dead deer on the door, on, on, the, on the, the, the trunk of a car? But it's right here what where she gets shot. Mean? I just found it. Yeah, and it's the... Wow! <laughs> It's their gun. 
Oh, okay. It is that. Okay. No, yeah, the cops shot her. Yeah. So, I think I looked away for a second because I, I saw him wrestling with a yeah. gun. I assume that was, yeah. No, yeah, because they saw the gun. They shot her. Typical yeah. cops shooting first, not asking questions. But then, Even so she's dead. Then. He crashes the car on purpose, yeah. walks out of the fire with blows him. Blows up. Yeah, yeah, blows up. So he's got to use two balls on this bitch. <laughs> I use two, two balls, balls on a lot of bitches. <laughs> That's the thing. Two baller. <laughs> No, but uh, he takes her. They're, they're suddenly they're like in one of those houses that are being transported across the country. And they're in in we there. Like he saves. Yeah, it's a cool neat, setting. Neat, in, that's a neat setting. Yeah. It was almost as cool as when they did that in Lethal Weapon Four. Yes. Very similar. Um, he's hanging out the back. I'm too old for this shit. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're fighting. They're fighting shitly. He's in on the, the tarp. Back and he's getting kicked out of the house. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was really close, and also really, really close action-wise with this, the 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 long highway sequence from Matrix Two. Oh, absolutely! Like it was right there Safe. with it. I mean, they, Wachowski, whatever they are. Uh, yeah, uh, the what have yous. The what have you? But because they're act, like backflips and like guns and like swords and they swing and lots of lots of wires and shit. And this one's like he's like and has a ball and goes. Yeah. Cut. He has a plastic he, he's not there anymore. Yeah. And then he leaves her. And she tracks him down. Uh, and then, this is my favorite scene, the one I was getting to. She gets on a dune buggy for some random guy in a bar. She's like, I gotta get this down Highway 80 fast. And some guy's like, yeah, alright. Some young kid gets in his like fucking like pimped out car. I don't know what you call this thing. And <laughs> he's driving. I think it was a dune buggy, yeah. Yeah, they get to a roadblock that the feds have set up. I want to yeah, show and, that and of course the Starman is with Buck Flowers, by the way, who John Carpenter has worked with. Oh yeah, times. he's driving he's the car. Filled. Oh, they already left. Damn, I missed it. Roadblock, I guess. I, yeah, here he is. Senior Flowers. There he is. But the scene you know, I want to show. Oh, when he smoked, you see that cigarette he was smoking in that yeah, scene? The, yeah, the, the cigarette was like fucking five feet long. It was a Marble 400, I believe. <laughs> oh, that thing was the biggest cigarette I've ever seen. I was like, when did they make those? That's incredible. It was like a fucking cigar. Okay. And then she goes, and then Jeff Bridges smokes and coughs. Coughs, and then he pats him on the back a bunch. Okay, I want to show this because. Buck flowers. Okay, so everyone they're making everyone get out and stand in a line, which seems really illegal. Yeah. They could go car to car, it would be faster. It would just be faster and, and but they wouldn't have the scene involved. But she goes to the guy she she's known for twenty five seconds because they went two hundred and eighty miles an hour down highway eighty to catch up to them. And yeah. she goes, I need I need your help, I need your help, create a distraction. And they immediately cut to this. Yeah. yeah. She does not know this man. He no. just created a bomb and sped yeah. away, and the cops chase him. That is that is well, commitment that is what to. We call, that is the allure of Karen Allen in 1984. <laughs> that's how deep her friend zone is. That's how yes. that's how much it means to people. I'm not going to blow you, but I need you to blow up a gas can <laughs> yeah. with the, you know, if you don't mind. He's so on board in the most cons- in, in maybe even a more conspicuous vehicle than the the orange Mustang. A little bit, yeah. 
Oh my god! And then it the, looks like he's going to go on a race with the world's fastest Indian. Yeah, they get Anthony on the Hopkins movie in the desert. <laughs> I haven't seen that. I didn't see it, but I know what it is. Oh yeah, it sounds terrible. Speaking of Indians, it's supposed, be, it's supposed to be good. They run down below the bridge, get into the back of a truck with some Indian girl who's got a baby, which is the background here for the po- it's the poster. Yes, it's the poster. Um, and then they drive, and then they get in a train car. And they go to Las Vegas. Yeah, Las Vegas. I would have loved to have seen Starman in Vegas for two more hours. Right. And he's just hitting up all the machines and winning all the machines, all the jackpots. Because they buy, they win $500,000. And he goes and he buys a car. If they would have stayed there another 10 minutes, I bet we wouldn't have to watch Rain Man. Because it would have been a little it's, too close. It would have been, yeah, oh, thank you. Oh, if only. If only. Speaking of Tom uh, Cruise. 300 45 uh, uh, I can't with that movie. It's not a terrible movie, but it's just like no, really. This one, this is the one that I, gets all the awards. I, I, I just don't get it. I don't know. It's it's all right. Starman's better. Starman, I'm you know, honestly, I surprisingly enjoyed it. I really, I actually really liked it. I thought. This was a really nice departure for John Carpenter, and it was really well made. It, it looks nice. It's good music. The special effects are pretty decent for the time. It, it, it's it's very simple. And there's a lot of neat shots in yeah. there. There's a lot of great moments, like directorial moments of Carpenter. I'm just like, man, I wish they would have given Carpenter more to do. Yeah. And it's kind of sad that he didn't get the chance to do more movies. And I, and, and I did like that that meme you sent me where it says, not every yeah. director can say this. And like he's got 10 masterpieces under his belt. And he honestly, I mean, he kind of does, uh, I, I would say, for John Carpenter. So I think he's now been fully appreciated in his career and life. I'll show it right now. Like for, for, a long, for a time there, he wasn't being given any kind of credit. But I think now he gets a lot of credit for everything. The only thing yeah, I said about that. this is I would swap out. First of all, this wouldn't be here at all. I, I get why right, people yeah. would say that, but I would just swap out Prince of Darkness with uh, In the Mouth of Madness. Right, yeah. Because I think Prince of yeah. Darkness is okay. It's good. It's fine. But yeah, I, I like Prince of Darkness a lot, but I do love In the Mouth of Madness more. Yeah, I think In the Mouth of Madness has a lot going for it. Prince of Darkness has little spikes of awesomeness. Yeah, but the movie itself is kind of weak. Mouth of Madness kind of is just. And... I love it. I don't. Yeah, know. it's good. It's a good movie. Good acting. Good solid acting. Because <clears> in in. Prince of Darkness, the acting is kind of spotty in some spots, yeah. especially with the guy from uh, Big Trouble Little China. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Asian guy. I can't remember his name. Who gets trapped in that one room. He has to dig his way out before the zombie uh, woman grabs him. Some cool visuals. Um, oh, I do want to say my favorite thing from the dick box, and I can't remember. I can't believe you remember this, was this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, no. That you- was a is what? That's a last minute throw in, yeah. I was like, oh shit, I got some extra Dick Tracy figures. I was telling my wife, I'm like, I have two Dick Tracy ones because that's all I can find when I go to toy stores out here. I can't find anyone else. So this is my first one that's not Dick Tracy since the early 90s. Oh, no. <laughs> it's Al Pacino. I figured so we need Al Pacino. Yeah. It's going to be Pacino in between two Dick Tracys. That's hilarious. Yeah, I want the rest of these. Oh my God, I'm so excited for this. Oh, they're cool. Yeah, no, they're nice figures. I like the, yeah. the Dick Tracy figures. It's got a gun too. I don't have a gun for my Dick Tracy. I got nothing with him. Yeah, well, yeah, they all got different. Uh, 
they're low because they don't hold the guns very well. Their hands aren't really no, made to hold those. He's guns. kind of pointing it off to the yeah, it's, yeah, <laughs> exactly. the side there. Yeah. But um, uh, they <clears throat> they win money in Vegas. I want to. Uh, who cares? Fast forward. They get and they drive down right. to Arizona. They they buy a car, drive down to Arizona. So she has uh, now she has a baby because they fucked in the train, and now she has five hundred thousand yeah. dollars. So she's set after this. Apparently, yeah. Because um, I never see them cash that money out. We never see a suitcase with money in it. They don't do they tax just, forms. I they, yeah. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, they just, okay. Maybe shit was different that's back fine. then. Suspension of disbelief, it's they, fine. They paid for the car all in quarters because that's what the, the casino gave them. Yeah, like, you get a roll of quarters. I mean, you're going to be there rolling that shit for years. You have $500,000 in rolled coins. Uh, they drive to Arizona, and they're going to the Meteor Crater, which I've actually been to. Uh being in Arizona, I was like, I want to see the meteor crater. I don't care about the Grand Canyon. I just, I just don't. I don't know, for some reason, it doesn't do anything yeah. for me. But I want to see that meteor crater because yeah. I think that's really cool. And you get there, and it, I was sitting there just staring at it. And my family's like, all right, you ready to go? I'm like, no, I just want to look. It's just a, I got a few seconds. Just a hole, but like, what's the fucking hurry? Like, whatever. I don't know. I just want to look at it. It was cool, and it's cool to see like an action sequence there because they're running down there and the Black Hawks start shooting, or no, they weren't Black Hawks, but they start shooting missiles at them, and bullets, and mm-hmm. that was their warning. And then the end is just kind of like, he, he goes away in a bunch of lights. And I thought he said he was dying. He When he leaves, he dies, right? Well, yeah, because he's, he's like K-Pax. He's going to catch a beam of light and go to his uh, planet or whatever on the spaceship. But, but that's I like that because that's the ticking clock factor. He's dying. And you can see it in his face because yeah. that's how good of an actor Jeff She has Gold to carry him down there. Bridges. Yeah, he's like, he's looking. Oh, you can tell you, I don't talk as better as I used to yeah. or whatever. And, you know, it was, it was nice. Though. I, I liked the movie a lot. I enjoyed it. Um, one of the things that I also learned uh, was that the two leading ladies – I think we're bought out again. Uh, oh, I know. I'm sorry. I was thinking Clint Eastwood. I'm sorry. Oh, I was confusing the two. I was thinking of Clint Eastwood with uh, Sandra. Uh, Sandra Locke. What's her name? Sandra Locke. Yeah. No. What was I thinking of? Um, Dirty Harry. Dirty Harry. Not that. Not Dirty Starman. <laughs> but what start? What Jeff Goldblum or Jeff Bridges said in the commentary? He goes. Um, What's funny about like in these movements because you're talking about the train on the, on the train car scene. He goes, "That's a pretty intimate moment." He says, "You know, when you're working with somebody that close yeah. as an actor, you kind—I of, mean, there is. This is why you have like people who, you know, screw on set. Like this is what happens." And he says, "Well, that's the discipline of being an actor. You don't have sex." And he says, "That's the cutoff. Like you can do that scene, and once you're done, you just go home and go to the train or something. You don't have sex." So he says, I can just walk away. And he goes, I want to thank my wife who allowed me to do these movies. So it's just like, you know, she understood that this is just a job. Yeah. And I had to understand that. Like, this is part of the profession is that you can easily fall in love with your co-star because it's all there on the page or whatever, which I guess this script was rewritten by a guy named Dennis Riser. Uh, Paul Riser? It was Dennis Riser, I think that's what he said, because yeah. uh, uh, Carpenter said it was credited to two guys but the script Dean was Reiser. Reisner. Dean Reiser. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. He said that he was the ghostwriter on it, and he basically wrote the rewrote the entire script and made it the movie that he liked. And I guess Charlie Martin Smith said it was like one of the best scripts he ever read, where he said it was so polished 
it was so professionally written. It was just like, you could shoot that movie tomorrow. Like it was ready to go. And he goes, that's why I was like, oh my God, this is a great movie to be a part of. I, I showed the wrong driver for Buck Flowers. He was the cook earlier. Oh, okay. Was this, was this the cook? Yeah, this was I the cook. Bu- yeah, this was uh, the cook. Buck Flowers the right had guy. a giant cigarette. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Yeah. Um, MC Ganey plays police co- or cop number two. Oh, shit. Apparently he's in it. Didn't realize yeah. that until right now. Ted White is a deer hunter. The deer hunter. Yes, he's, he does a lot of stunts. Jason and... All right. Um, oh, Dirk Blocker's in it. He's from uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I don't know if you recognize Dirk him. Dirk Blocker? Dirk Blocker is the guy's name. He's in. He plays a cop Ooh. in Reno. Uh, not Reno. Uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, I mean, I've seen him before. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so I watched the first hour last night with my daughter. And she couldn't stop talking about how Jeff Bridges was naked. And my wife walks in and she goes, he's naked. And she's like, maybe don't watch this with it. I'm like, it's PG. She, he, it's literally he showed PG. his yeah, butt for 19, four seconds. 1984 PG. Is I know, but I, I knew what they, I know Karen Allen. I know what they're not going to show. And I know Carpenter's yeah, yeah. going to be a little restrained. And I'm like, she's fine. And the movie, I'm like, the movie's boring. She's going to fall asleep shortly. She watched the whole hour. And I, <laughs> I actually got tired. And I was like, all right, I'll finish this tomorrow. Um, it does further, I wrote, cause I, when I was young, I used to, uh, confuse Jeff Bridges and Kurt Russell a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and realizing now that they both have movies where they impregnate a human. I mean, Kurt Russell's was way later with right. guardians of galaxy two, but it wouldn't have helped out my younger self if I saw all this now. Well, yeah, that um, really fuck you up. my homework. Oh, one more thing. Uh, the, I wrote down, this is the original version of the movie, Paul. Yes, very much so. I yeah. like this more than Paul. Yeah, Paul was okay. It, it was okay. It, just, it, it didn't. It didn't have the Edgar Wright factor, and it missed it sorely. Yes, instead it yes, had the yes. Jonah, or what's his name? Was it Jonah Hill? Was it? No. What? Jonah Goldberg. Oh, oh no, uh, Evan Goldberg. No. No, no, I'm the actor uh, the, the, who plays Paul. Why am I blanking on his fucking Seth Rogen? God damn. Oh, it's Seth Rogen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. All right, so last thing we'll, I want to do, and I did some homework as well. I did some extra credit. You watch, you watched the commentary. I watched two and a half episodes of the Starman TV show today. Yes, I'm curious about that. Okay. I, I only watched two and a half. What is this? And I am going to keep watching the show, and then I'll sprinkle it in throughout the rest of, the, of these episodes. The TV show was 86 to 87. It's only one season. I'll show it right now. It stars Robert Hayes, who's most known for uh, Airplane, obviously. So here's here's the poster. Oh. Yeah. What year was it? 86, yeah, 87. Was 86, 87, man. So the, the huh. premise of the show is he comes back. Which is why I was questioning if he's supposed to be dead at the end. Because I thought I heard that and was, he was clearly deteriorating at the end of it. Starman comes back. Robert Hayes is a photographer. Dies in a plane crash. Um, he takes over Robert Forrester. Or what's his name? I think his name's Robert Forrester in this. Uh, Paul Forrester, sorry. So he takes over his body. And then he starts to find the son of Jeff Bridges and Karen Allen's son. Who are not in the show, by the way. He finds the son who has his own glowing ball. 
And in this, in the show, they both have one ball and it just lasts forever. They don't have to keep mm. throwing them. You know, they don't go away. Uh, it is, it's very 80s, it's 70s and 80s TV show where it's kind of like uh, Incredible Hulk where each week he's in a new location with a whole new cast of characters in trouble and has to help them. Very similar to that. The whole plot of the show so far is they're going to care, trying to find his mom because the mom gave him up. Karen Allen, after the events of this movie, gave birth to him, waited till he was three, and then get, got rid of him, gave him up for adoption wow. so they would be both safe. The kid's parents die in the opening of the first episode, so now he's an orphan. That's why uh, uh, Robert Hayes' character finds him. And then they're looking for, they find a cassette. That, oh, you'll love this part, Dick. They find a cassette that Karen Allen, it wasn't really Karen Allen, but I'm just going to say Karen Allen. Well, of course, yeah. She, uh, yeah, yeah. she made for the baby when he, and she goes, if you, you know, just if, here's the real truth of it, and your dad's an alien, and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, he already met him at this point. He's like, oh, you're, you're, the whole thing you said was true. And he goes, how do you know? And he goes, hey, my mom left me this. And he holds the cassette up and goes like this. Dick. Wow. He has a cassette, and he starts playing the cassette, just holding it. And the, the feds are like, that's the alien. How do, how do you know? He's listening to a cassette. So, without a cassette player. And they start chasing him. <laughs> There's a whole thing about an airplane in the second episode. Uh, third episode, wow, or the yeah. third episode so far is about dirt bikes. Or this th- did I watch three and a half episodes? Jesus Christ! Shit, I think I watched. Not three one and a half time episodes. did he hit his watch and go invisible. None. Like that show, uh, Race with Danger. What was it? Uh, the uh, that one other show that they did on MSC. That was a TV show that they turned into a movie, basically. Called Riding with Death. Sorry. Yes, that's it. <clears throat> yeah, I, I watched three and a half episodes. It turns out. Yeah, so I'm on the fourth episode right now. I will keep watching it and updating it, but it's so far. I will say this: not bad, honestly. Yeah, interesting. I'm kind of, I'm kind of sad though that they just basically carry Allen. Hi, it's alien baby. I don't want to fucking get out of here. Take your ball with you, you fucking freak show. Yeah, get out of my life. It's one of those things you find out the the follow up is. Everything in the end is is horrible. She gave the kid yeah. up. She went into hiding because the feds wouldn't stop coming after them. So she just hid the baby somewhere. Was raised by someone else. And that Jeff Bridges, wow. his character never died. They didn't even ask the people to come back. Or at least Jeff Bridges because it doesn't make sense that he would come into that body right, again. Yeah. So No, yeah. Um, after this first season I read in the IMDb trivia that Robert Hayes wasn't going to come back for season two. So they're going to have his character his real life person turns out to be alive. And so he can't have that body anymore. So hell he'll take over someone else's body makes no sense. And they had his funeral already. So how the fuck would that work wow. out? I don't know, but wow. it doesn't matter. Wow. Never made it past it, but so far I'm going to keep watching it. Cause it's not bad. It's really not. It's, it's cheap, but it's not as cheap as I thought it would be. And it's actually better shot and like produced than I expected. And the acting isn't terrible. The pacing is what I wanted the movie to be. The, the, the episodes truck along. There's chase sequences. You know, it's an 80s show. Lots of car chases. And I, I want that oh, from yeah. this movie. And then you don't really get a whole lot in, in the actual movie. But, huh. Yeah, it's not. Now I'm curious. I'll probably, I'll probably peruse the show and check it out on YouTube. The opening sequence. Once you get past the minute and a half opening sequence, which is just very 80s, where it's a clip from every, every episode of like the father and son shaving. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 and it's just yeah, like a drama yeah, yeah. from there. Oh wow, it's so weird, but 
every episode that has that minute weird. and a half long thing. It's, it goes and goes and goes, but See, not Jesus. not bad, not great. Not everyone would like it, but it seems pretty solid. It deserves more than the six it has, I believe, in IMDb. But um, hmm. well, maybe it'll get horribly, horribly worse as time goes on. Because they'll, they'll put time travel in the episode, in the show for no reason, and they go to stop Hitler. It doesn't quite work out. I don't know. Uh, there's still you're Hitler. 19 episodes left or so. But all right, let's get out of Shit. here. So Starman. All right. What out of 10 do you give it? I give it a seven. It's a solid seven for me. I also gave it a seven. I enjoyed it. I thought yeah. it was very nice and refreshing, and there was a lot, of, like a lot of heart to it, and I, I really enjoyed it. I was actually kind of surprised I liked it so much. Me too. So, yeah, I, I appreciated John Carpenter's take on our, a romantic story. It was pretty well done. I will say the Good second... Good job, John. The sec, it's, this is going to be weird what I'm going to say. The second half makes up for a lot of the slowness of the first half, but I like the yeah. first half more. But I don't yeah. like the movie as much as I could because it's slow. I just like the stuff that happens in the first half. I just wish fucking cut out some of it i don't know i'm not making any sense but that's just how i feel whatever i gave it a no, seven i liked right. i really like the movie that's... it's john carpenter did yeah. a really good job not doing a horror movie and yeah. the movie looks great no yeah. yeah. i thought it was gonna feel like a tv movie for some reason because it seems like it should be a tv movie um i just the only memory i have of this movie i remember watching it when i was a kid but uh, like no actual scenes other than the right. upside down part i remember that from kid I had this as a laser disc, the cartridge ones in high school, because we found a back, big old truckload, literally a truckload of laser discs. We all Jeez. divvied them up, and I grabbed this because I knew it was Carpenter. I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, cool. And I never actually watched right. it on laser disc, but I had yeah. it. <laughs> all right. That's I never got to my memories of the movie in the beginning of the show, so there we go. All right. There you go. Good, good one. Good, Let's good get had. out of here. Next week is Memoirs of an Invisible Man. Oh, man. And then after, the week after that is the last two, Captain Voyeur and The Ward. And the week after that, we're doing our two episodes of ranking all his movies. Yeah, that's really interesting. And then we're done. This podcast is done. Yeah. Eventually, we might Into do like the... a Vampires Los Muertos every, you know, if we... Yeah, that's so, oh God, one of the worst things ever. That's one of the worst direct-to-video sequels I've ever seen. I'm life. considering episode 32 of this show the end of the show. Yeah, I'd be fine yeah. with that, yeah. Oh, no, I just realized I do have some... No, I'll save those. I'll save it. I do want to say one thing, because this is the episode before the... July 6th of 2021 is Adam's death day. He was yep. he was on this show for quite a bit, and he loved himself and John Carpenter. I do want to mention that. And the other thing on the calendar was July 1st of 2016 was the B-Movie Battle debut. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, this one's for Adam, I guess. I don't know. It's uh do you think Adam would like this? I do. Oh, I think he would have liked it a lot, yeah. Yeah. I think he would have been he would have been surprised like, he would have said, Oh, I'm really surprised, man. I think I really liked it. Yeah, I think he would have enjoyed this movie. Yeah. All right, yeah, let's get out of I here. So. Until next time, in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. Zig Zig Roadblock, I guess. So long, citizens. So long, John Carpenter. So long, weirdo Jeffrey. Don't leave me behind. I need one of those carton of cigarettes. Oh, oh, oh. I can actually play something. Oh. Uh, in the last few seconds. Let me switch back over to Anthology because that's on here. Uh-oh. Um, where the hell is it? Oh, here it is. Anyway, uh, we'll go there after the uh, what have you.
Fantastic. It's not Lebowski, but you get it. That's very good. 